another episode of sugar spice and everything conspiracy the best round table you will ever fucking hear and i'm so pumped because tonight we've got returning champ ellie from speed bumps podcast ellie how are you i'm good how are you i'm thrilled just happy we're all together tonight and we have Teresa from the Spiritual Gangsters Podcast. Teresa. What up? <laughs> what up, yo? <laughs> what up? <laughs> and then last but certainly not least, we have Deplorable Janet from Deplorable Nation. How are you, Janet? Hello, hello, beautiful ladies. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Thanks for asking me to come on. Oh, yeah. I've been dying to get you on. I just wanted the perfect topic, the perfect group of ladies for the occasion. So what we're going to be talking about tonight is a little bit Bermuda Triangle, a little bit Philadelphia Experiment. So first, I want to go around the horn. Ellie, start with you. Which one of these two places do you find most interesting? Everybody knows about Bermuda Triangle, but not a lot of people know about the Philadelphia Experiment. So, yeah, I feel like everyone knows about the Bermuda Triangle, but it's more generalities of the Bermuda Triangle, not specific stories. Uh, So I feel like there's specific stories that we can get into with the Bermuda Triangle. And then the Philadelphia Experiment, I had heard of but never really researched until this episode okay good good so you coming in blind a little bit i got some tricks up my sleeve janet what about you i think the most interesting one of the two is actually the bermuda triangle just because of the um weird goings on and all of the uh guesstimation science uh behind it <laughs> it is too they'll be like maybe they got some bad plumbing over there in the bermuda triangle bunch of backed up fucking toilets is causing all the activity <laughs> but no all right Teresa, where are you at well i think they're definitely both interesting i had not heard of the philadelphia experiment till you told me about it so that mm-hmm. was weird and wild, but I do have to say I'm kind of more intrigued still by the Bermuda Triangle. Also for the reason that Little St. James does border 
the edge of the Bermuda Triangle. Little Epstein Island action for you. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I was hoping to convince you guys the the Philadelphia experiment was cooler, but she just fucked that all up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That was so interesting. Because you got to think. The Bermuda Triangle, people say that it's on like a ley line that connects with the uh, pyramids of Giza and some other places. There's um, somewhere in Mexico it's called like the Zone of Silence, which is also on the same intersection of the Bermuda Triangle and the Great Pyramids. So there is something weird going on with the location itself. But I wanted to kind of throw out some info on the Bermuda Triangle and just get your guys' thoughts and feelings. I feel like some of the listeners are going to want to hear these mentioned of possible solutions to why there's activity out there. And now, for those who don't know, the Bermuda Triangle is located in the South Atlantic between Florida, Puerto Rico, Bermuda, and Epstein Island. (laughs) Thanks for pointing that out. (laughs) I'll say it. Observation. Yeah. And it is thought to be the epicenter of mysterious shipwrecks, plane crashes, and disappearances. Now, the first theory, and you guys, your thoughts and feelings, the lost city of Atlantis was somehow responsible for the shipwrecks and the plane crashes because there are crystalline energies that are still active on the seafloor, causing mechanical malfunctions in the boats and planes above. Your thoughts? So, there's a place in Japan in the Devil Sea called the Dragon's Triangle that actually has a sunken city with pyramids and things like that. It's called the Atlantis of Japan, so that would correspond with your theory. Ooh, shit. So we got some Atlantis going. I thought that was a good one. Like my my personal, and I have a mystical mind, so I feel like that could be a thing. The Because they, let's say they were like super highly technologically advanced. They sunk, but like all of their technology kept, um, you know, it stayed active. If you flew over something like that, I feel like it would fuck you up and take you off course. I can see that. What do you think, Janet? Where are you on it? It, The possibility of that happening? Yes, it is a possibility because crystalline energy does have a lot of power because uh, think about the quartz that's in everyone's watch. Um, so there are definite, uh, properties and depending on what the crystal structures are, you know, they can have magnetic properties. There can be all kinds of things. So is it possible? Yes. Do I tend to believe it? Mm, I don't know. What if there's like crystal pyramids? I feel like that would be big enough to well yeah because because then that would kind of go along with the old um energy sources you know that they've hidden from us for a long time that are in pyramids and stuff so so yes if if there were structures like that yes absolutely Teresa, what do you think 
Atlantis. I, I definitely think it's possible. I'm kind of like Janet. I think it's possible, but I'm not convinced if that's the reason, but definitely plausible. Like, yeah, def- if, you know, if you're navigating a ship or a plane, all that quartz energy could mess with your instruments. Mm-hmm. If that is, in fact, how it is. It kind of, I'm kind of imagining like these little organite pyramids at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, that's what I imagine too. <laughs> like right? crystal cities, kind of like what they showed in Aquaman, but like yes. nobody's in there. That's what right. I envision in my head. I mean, it's possible. So, it's definitely possible. And I'm an easy sell. As soon as you bring up Atlantis, I'm like, yes, that's exactly what it is. So <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> that's <it. laughs> um, so the next theory was that the phenomenon is caused by rogue waves. And because the Bermuda Triangle is ripe for rogue waves during storms, some of the waves can reach 100 feet in height. And so basically they're saying like these rogue waves would come and swallow a ship or even a plane in midair and take them to their watery graves. But they've never found any wreckage. So... No, I'm not on the road roadway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, like, I don't buy no. It. I'm like, maybe there's like a portion, like a very small portion, but like also, why are the rogue waves happening? Mm-hmm. It's because yeah. of the Gulf streams. Okay. Because there's multiple Gulf streams that collide in that area. Okay. But also, rogue waves don't mess with compasses. So right. I'm going to go with no. I'm going to say yeah. no too. Absolutely yeah, not. Then, yeah. Because what, what plane is flying at 100 feet? Right. You know, and yeah. even <laughs> unless they're going to land at St. James Island and, and, and the ocean disappeared. It, wait, it might be on the new Maverick movie. I don't know where they fly at like a hundred feet or a thousand feet or whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah, no, Nobody that's a no. Know. Uh, Yeah. And none of the visitors to little St. James's is going the fuck up missing. So they, they they're not. Yeah, I wish. Right. The next one is magnetic forces, and it says that the Bermuda Triangle is one of two places on Earth where a compass will point to true north instead of magnetic north. And while true north is the fixed point where lines of longitude converge on a map, magnetic north is constantly shifting. So what would be causing a magnetic disturbance, though, is my question. Two things. Okay. Okay, go Janet first. No, you go first. <laughs> no, well, I was going to say, I do kind of, I'm intrigued by this theory. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Because not only the Bermuda Triangle, but there's 11 other places on Earth that are called vile vortices. And there are these places that border the equator, north of the equator and south of the equator. There's six on north and six south that all have like weird phenomena that happen. And they're mm-hmm. almost all in a straight line. Oh, shit. That's so that I ley feel like, shit. yeah, it's more a ley line, a magnetic thing. Um, yeah, that's where I kind of land with it. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. is it? Oh, I have a lot of things to say on this. (laughs) This is definitely the one that I bought because um, the lava 
in that area. The volcanic lava in that area is magnetite. Um, so it has a very magnetic property about it. Plus, um, that area is known to have magnetic fog, which is what makes the compasses go berserk and all the, the circuitry and stuff go crazy. So if you think about combining um, the magnetite from below with the magnetic fog that's up ahead, and a lot of times uh, people would say that they saw like this, you know, like this light, um, light beam or something. So you've got uh, from above and below that are coming and converging on ships or planes or or whatever the case may be. And if there is crystalline energy beneath as well because they said they can't even there's a lot of metals and stuff in it as well um but they haven't been able to like narrow down all of the contents because there's so many caverns and and whatnot but if there's crystalline energy in there too that's like a perfect storm for you know and we're energy beings and so that would make sense to me why somebody would just vanish because there's so much energy that it just like combusts people. It like evaporates. Well, look at all the people that have disappeared in the Bermuda triangle. So if you have the magnetic energy from the magnetite below and the magnetic fog from up above, and then we're energy beings. And so we're stuck in the middle of that. Plus they're flying or, you know, sailing in, in metal ships. And so what mm-hmm. happens when electricity strikes metal? There's okay. an explosion. So that that would be the most viable of the theories okay. <laughs> to me. You're making things make a little too much sense and <laughs> taking the mysticism out of it. So I'm like, (laughs) and you're like, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I have to say there was one guy and he said he flew into like an electrical type storm is Mm -hmm. what the magnetic fog. Yeah. You could smell the charge, like feel Mm -hmm. the static and um, his, all of his instruments were going wacko. He couldn't tell where he was. And Mm -hmm he kind of breaks out of it and there's a clearing and he's in Florida. And he said, I got there in like 10 minutes mm-hmm. and the gas that I was supposed to have used was still in the tank. Mm-hmm. Bruce Garden. So, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He said, and, and that's what they are talking about with the, um, when they fly into those magnetic fogs, it messes up the instruments and they can't see anything because it's so dense, but it, it like takes them off course. And it's kind of like they're sucked into, you know, like Teresa was saying, like this vortex where like their, their speed is crazy. Like it pulls them off course or pulls them further on their course. The people that do fly through it, because I was watching a documentary earlier about a guy that was actually flying in it. And his dad had flown in it too. And they were talking about that, how it like pulled them faster on their journey, even though it took them like five miles off course. So Mm. you're not at Mm. all curious. This is a portal. And you like pop in and pop back out somewhere else. 
Oh, that's absolutely possible, especially being yeah. on a ley line. Yeah. yeah, like an energy vortex. Yeah. Yeah. So so along that theory, I haven't seen anyone else connect this to the Bermuda Triangle, but the location of it made me wonder. Have you guys ever heard of Pan Am 914? Mm-hmm. Nope. That was like in the 80s. So it was in 1955. Oh, some people, 55. Some people right. say it never happened. So it was the flight that left from New York flying into Miami. And Miami is right on the cusp of the Bermuda Triangle. Right. right. It disappears. Two weeks later, they just say it disappeared. We don't know why. There's a plane crash. Like, it, it just crashed. We don't know. In 1992, in Venezuela, a plane radios in asking where they're at. And they say, you know, we're Pan Am 914. And they have them land in Venezuela. Yeah. They have him land in Venezuela. The guy thinks he's in Miami. He, The pilot, for whatever reason, asks what year it is. They say it's 1992. He basically freaks out. He just freaks out and goes, I can't be here. Takes off again. And the plane disappears forever. Some people say it never happened. I don't know. But it was right on the cusp of the Bermuda Triangle. So now, if we're talking about vortexes and wormholes and portals... Where did Pan Am 914 go? Well, you know what's interesting about that, too, is because um, this documentary that I was watching a while ago, not only, you know, the the known ships and, and flights and whatnot that went down in the Bermuda Triangle, but along the coast, there's been, I think, like 17 now. And what they were saying is that they've been tracking the Earth's, like, um magnetic field or whatever and it's moved so they think that the bermuda triangle is also moving and that's why these these flights are disappearing and you know all of these other uh, you know disappearances that were outside of the bermuda Mm -hmm. triangle they're saying it's because that polarization has switched and moved oh i have a whole theory on why it's moving i know it's moving but I'm a flat earther, so I feel like it's mm-hmm. just moving and it's natural. But mm-hmm. that would make sense why it's in a new location. Mm-hmm. Like it's just shifting with. So I guess we kind of we're kind of on the portal thing now. So the next theory is that it's aliens um, and that they gather people to conduct research on. And this theory would explain why many of the ships and planes that go down in the triangle are never recovered but if you think about it like what janet's saying it could be like combustion and there's just nothing left to be found but then you think about ellie's thing and it's like these people popped back up Mm -hmm. didn't even know what fucking year it was and so where were they during that time antarctica probably (laughs) shit like that oh man that's could be i i'm not a huge aliens person but i do think maybe they they went in like a like a slipstream and they were taken to maybe like another timeline for a second and then they popped back over and then they went back to where wherever they were they made a show about this manifest yeah they sure the fuck did. 
that's why I always say scary movies and TV shows have some basis in reality. And now people are trying to say that it never happened. My ass. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what they always say, right? Mm -hmm. When there's something shady afoot, it never happened. Definitely. It never happened. Or everyone is exaggerating. That's not really what happened. And Mm -hmm. yeah, they're Mm -hmm. all crazy. That's a gaslighting. Yep. Yeah, it yeah, makes it makes me think of like the vortexes thing again. I don't know. Like, do they like if there's these the vile vortex line, you know, do they go into one vortex and pop out in another? Or do they get sucked into like the toroidal field of the earth and then just like go into like the middle and then hang out in hollow earth till they just get popped back out? Like, who knows? You know? Yeah, with, like, and then they have, like, complete amnesia of, like, ever being gone, which is also weird. It's like, um... Like, time stops for them. Yes. Maybe. Like, time stops. That's part of the magnetic fog, though, and, and I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, but any and every electrical device gives off electric fog or magnetic fog so your cell phones your computers the whole nine yards and it's confusion disorientation massive headaches um sometimes like deep-rooted psychosis those are all uh, side effects of magnetic fog so think about um like people nowadays that spend buku amounts of time on their devices and how their brain chemistry is different. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's the same kind of thing where they're sucked into this vortex with this fog and it just like wipes their slate clean. Ooh, shit. <clears throat> Which is almost scarier. Which almost sounds like a CIA experiment. It does. <laughs> it sounds like a Caltra. <laughs> it really oh, no. is. that. Go. That I'm going to make up my own theory right now, and I'm just going to say I think the disappearances are a CIA experiment and not aliens. Um, if the possibility exists that they were, uh, you know, kidnapped or whatever, uh, it's because the CIA is experimenting on them. Hi, Bob. <laughs> well, there was like a whole squadron in 1945 yes. that just disappeared, mm-hmm. and the Navy was sent a rescuer plane mm-hmm. after him that disappeared and the navy was just like well we don't know is that mm-hmm. flight 19 yeah is that uh, time flight 19 flight yes. 19 yeah it was five military planes yeah yeah that's yeah that's wild right there that's and there's, there's also um one of the pirates of the caribbean movies i forget which one it is but they go and they sail and somehow enter like a portal or antarctica or something and then they end up in like the upside down Yes, yes, that is another theory. It's called a water spout. Ah, yes. And okay. so just like what you're talking about, if they basically say like when you sail and sail and sail and you keep sailing, they used to say like you'll fall off the earth, but really either you'll hit the ice wall or you'll you'll get sunk into a fucking water spout, which basically just sucks you in and takes you somewhere else. Yeah, like a toroidal thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so they say that there's a big ass fucking water spout in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle, and it's so fucking. What's the word I'm looking for, you guys? Like it could pull a plane out of the sky. It's the sex- forceful. Yes, intense. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are these the ones that are caused by the um, methyl oxide? Did you hear I, about? Oh, the gas bubbles thing. Yes. I saw uh, that the methane bubbles or yeah, something like that was another theory, but. I kind of skimmed past it because it was like easily debunkable next to some of these other ones, mm-hmm. like water spouts, portals, wormholes. Atlantis is still fond in my heart, but there are a lot of people out here talking about slipstream timelines. And I I almost feel like People can use discernment on a little bit of this Mm -hmm. type of stuff. This is not accidental. They know what's out there. We're just ignorant of it. They, I'm Mm -hmm. sure they've documented all of this and they know there's some type of an electric storm taking people to outer space, but they're never going to admit that. You know what I bet happened? They hit a water spout and then it shot them through a wormhole and they all landed on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) See, I've come up with two theories. I love that. Or they landed in Mordor in in the Middle Earth. No. (laughs) That's why they always say they don't have the technology to go to the moons because all those people are up there. Oh, maybe. (laughs) I'm going with. Uh, just for my own personal self, I'm going to say it could be a hybrid of like the Atlantis type of situation because they would have built Atlantis on one of those significant energy sites as well. So if it sunk and it was on that ley line, that nexus point right there and all those crystalline structures, maybe what it did was cause a fucking water spout to come up out of that bitch. Maybe for me, because there's mm-hmm. other like energy triangles, mm-hmm. not that aren't just on water, they're on land too. There's one right. in like Bridgewater, Massachusetts, there's one in Alaska and things like that. So mm-hmm. for me, maybe the water spouts, but it would be a secondary thing. For me, it has to be more of like vortexes or portals or something like that, because I feel like all of these things are working on the same thing mm-hmm. at their root. Mm hmm magic black magic (laughs) i think so too because yeah some of these some of these vile vortexes on the list are on land like you're saying ellie like along the same line as easter island anchor lot well in easter island's part of the polynesian triangle the polynesian triangle is hawaii new zealand and easter island Mm, interesting and then there's some other megaliths on the list as well so it's like, why are there always pyramids or megaliths or these vortexes like along the same ley lines? Like, why yeah, is they, that? They knew some shit. We don't know. That's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that's why. Which I think they're tapping into some ancient technology, uh, t- kind of like what Tesla was trying to do with like electricity with no wires kind of thing which is why mm-hmm. he built that uh conductor that they tore down or whatever they made a radio tower or something out of it um but it kind of goes into the same along the lines of the philadelphia experiment because again i feel like they were tapping into some shit mm-hmm. that is 
anciently old and we know nothing about and shouldn't be fucking with. Right. And I mean, Ellie, what do you know of the Philadelphia experiment? So the biggest thing I came across was an interview that Art Bell did in 94 with this guy named Al Blalick. You come across that? Yeah, Blalick. Mm-hmm. The whistleblower. Yeah, so I feel like that's really interesting because it's very MK Ultra ish of how he came about. Um, and it was interesting too when I was trying to research the Philadelphia experiment. I had to get very creative with my search engines and terms mm-hmm. because <laughs> everything was like, it wasn't real. It, and I was mm-hmm. like, but wait a minute. I know that even a couple of years ago when I wanted to look this up, it wasn't like this. Like, why are they suppressing literally anything? Mm-hmm. And I just found it very odd. You couldn't even YouTube shit on it. It was a bunch of weird, like. Yes. To be honest, I had mm-hmm. to go to TikTok. Yeah, I did, I I did, did too. I didn't make an account. I just used TikTok Philadelphia experiment because everywhere else that I was looking, couldn't find the thing. The only thing on YouTube that I could find was that Al Blalick uh, interview. Mm -hmm. But even that was like 12th on the list. And Mm. it's like they didn't put the full thing on there. Mine was like a segment of it. And then a bunch of just like goofy shit kept popping up. And I was like, why are they making this so hard to find? So I had to get pretty creative for this. And I basically just put in that guy's name into Google and had to search through like three pages of bullshit to find, like I finally found some article about it. And it was talking about how during the World War II era, not only was stuff like this going on in the U.S., but the Nazis had their own experiments going on with, like, weird, strange, esoteric technology. And some of the most famous minds, like Nikola Tesla, mm-hmm. were employed to execute military complex plans. So, on this... Uh, article it said one of the more known projects was the philadelphia experiment which was trying to make an entire ship become invisible to the naked eye what ended up happening was they were successful i think one time on a smaller ship and instead of like testing that out a couple more times they were like all right you know, let's go full scale and do it. We'll put people on the damn thing and we'll just, you know. And this whistleblower guy is actually the one who came out with all these details. And he said the stories of the real Philadelphia experiment later became inspiration for a 1980s sci-fi movie called The Philadelphia Experiment and the Netflix series Stranger Things. Mm. Yeah, because it was part of the Montauk project. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That so that is why uh, it, it it's like an amalgamation. They took like the Manhattan Project, the Montauk, and the Philadelphia Experiment, and they turned it into Stranger Things. And so there was someone by the name of Doctor John von Neumann who worked on the Manhattan Project who was the one who eventually succeeded in making the USS Eldridge invisible for a short period of time on the first occasion. 
but according to what's how do you say that guy's last name al Blalick, b-e-i yeah b-e-i-l-e-k yeah so he's he said they were successful on the first time and then it got all fucked up on the second time and they disappeared into a puff of green ozone laden haze and the ship purportedly disappeared for several hours during which time it traveled to Virginia. Norfolk. Yes, Norfolk, Virginia, and then rematerialized. And then upon its return, the sailors were violently ill, engulfed in flames. Others were molecularly bonded with the ship, fused into the bulkheads, uncontrollably phasing in and out of reality. And Blalick, however, said he and his brother, who were aboard the ship at the time, jumped off during the warp and remained in 1983 on Montauk, Long Island. So then he's a part of the Montauk project as well, but basically they MK altered everyone into forgetting that this ever happened. Most of them died. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said that Tesla's device was the key for the ship to return back to its original location. And according to Blalick, we live in a five-dimensional reality with time being the fourth and fifth dimensions. And he said that every human is given a set of locks that lock them in a point in time from which they came. But the experiment ruptured those time references upon returning to Philadelphia, which is why they were phasing in and out of reality. Some of them became enmeshed in the ship. Others just kind of like blew up, combusted. And uh, there was even some people who said that they took them to the hospital, but there was, what the fuck are they going to do? Give them a Xanax? Some of them had like, (laughs) some of them had like radiation burns. And like right. radiation sickness, and they're like, mm. "How? How mm-hmm. is this?" And they just died. Yeah, mm-hmm. they died. That's right, Ellie. So Wink. Her, <clears throat> can you imagine living through this shit, and then no. you're taken to a hospital, and you're like, "I'm saved. They'll fix me." And they're like, "I don't know shit. They didn't give us a protocol in med school for phasing in and out of realities. They didn't give us a protocol how to show somebody <laughs> fucking." body back to their legs after it's yeah hey don't worry pfizer will come up with a drug for that (laughs) right right that's why they're all buying the iodine tablets right now (laughs) oh shit yeah yeah oh that's crazy so i 100 percent believe that this actually happened absolutely this i think so Mm mm-hmm well, and I'm I'm like the old one on this panel, but I don't know if you guys uh, caught the tail end of it, maybe, or you heard your families talk about it or something. But um, in the 70s and early 80s, there was tons of stories of people spontaneously combusting. Yeah, fuck that shit. I remember seeing you guys remember on the the learning channel. There was like a special about spontaneous combustion. And then me and my brother had like an irrational fear that that was going to happen. 
So think about that, though, in in terms of of the Philadelphia experiment, right? Okay, so you have Tesla involved um, and and his grouse coils and whatnot, you know, and and these, these people that went through this and experienced it. And they're dying of, you know, all these different injuries and stuff. So you got the magnetic fog aspect again, because you're messing with energy coils and and the whole nine yards. So are some of the people that spontaneously combusted, were they maybe people that had been on that ship? Ooh, shit. And they just didn't remember it. Um, and we do have directed energy weapons that can vaporize people too. So, you Let know. Let me just tangent because I love what you just said. I argued with my cousin because he said there's no example of direct energy weapons existing. That is false. And yeah. I said there are yeah. a ton. <laughs> that what is false, do, yes. <laughs> what they do, though, is they tell you shit about, like, the Philadelphia experience. They either bury it. Right. N- or there's no survivors. Right. Or they tell you it was a natural disaster. I'm going to tell you guys a, a site you can look at. Hold on a minute. I got to put my glasses on. Somebody gave me this a long time ago. Like, if you're trying to research stuff that happened a long time ago there's a site you can go to that's kind of like a way back machine i I need it it because i get into arguments with people and i'm so passionate about my point and they'll be like all right prove me three things to to um validate your argument and i'm like Fuck you, motherfucker. How about that? <laughs> I like that argument. Yes, I yeah. do. Okay, it's called archive.org. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's the Internet Archive site. And so um, let me do a quick search and see if that comes up. Anything. Well, uh, and you can for- search metadata, uh, text, TV, news, radio, archived websites. Oh my gosh, I can find all my Bill Gates stuff again. <laughs> well, what, what I, like I said, what I find interesting is when I went to go look into this, because I had heard of it before I, you know, saw something on the History Channel, you know, Unsolved Mysteries, whatever it was about the Philadelphia Project. So I knew of it, didn't really know all the details. But the fact that now it's really, really difficult to find like why mm-hmm. isn't there mm-hmm. better shit that you can cover up and if you're covering this up then that tells me that there's, we definitely need to be digging into it you know what's worse than that the fucking videos that they have on there are all debunker videos like, yes mm. how it could never have happened that's like flat earth when you try to search flat earth it's all like hoaxy videos making fun of it and trying to debunk it but then, like, where's unless you know exactly what you're searching for, you can't find good stuff on it. And when I was looking up, up um, the Philadelphia experiment, because that is new to me completely, like, what I thought of in my head was you guys know the movie The Prestige? Yes. So that's about Tesla, mm-hmm. right? So he has the Tesla machine that clones the guy, and then the clone ends up in another place. 
And that's like what it made me think of was like that technology that's in the movie. And I was like, oh man, what if that is like, what's going on with all, all the coils around the ship? And then what it also made me think of, like how I was saying that a lot of the crew was like fused to the metal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I took my yoga training uh, back a long time ago, I had one teacher who was a physicist and she was going on about how it is possible in theory to like walk through walls. If, mm-hmm. the, if all right. the, like, if all the energy and molecules in your body are resonating at the same frequency as the molecules in the wall, <clears throat> you can go like this and just like pass through. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I feel like that's what happened to the crew is they started to all resonate at the same frequency was whatever was happening. Say the like Tesla machine goes on, it's like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it changes their molecular makeup. And then when the machine stops or it wasn't successful for whatever reason, they ended up stuck. Well, Mm -hmm. and they're doing experiments like that and they're admitting them to the public right now. Like they're, but it's supposedly like little things, like very, you know, like a bouncy ball or some shit. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's small things, and I wonder if the reason the first the first experiment, quote unquote, was successful with the ship was because they were all inanimate objects. Right, there they was weren't, no people on. There it. was no people. There uh, was no other electrical beings, like Janet said earlier, were mm-hmm, electrical yes. beings. Right, and to your point, Therese, if everyone's has a different frequency, mm-hmm. and that messes then with whatever machine they were going to use to make the ship invisible. Right. They didn't account for any of that. Right. Because I'm pretty sure Tesla stopped working on this, if I remember correctly. Because it was originally yes, called the so. because it was originally called the Invisibility Project. Yes. And the Nazis were also using something similar called the Nazi Bell. Yes. Which is also really hard to find information on now. Yeah, and he Tesla actually stopped when they kept pushing the fact that they had to put people on the ship. And he's yep. like, you're not ready for that. And he's like, there's, there's too many factors, you know, that, that we haven't experimented with, you know? And so that was his like exit from the program is because he knew that it was yeah. going to be a disaster with people involved. Yeah. I feel like when they vibrated that fast going through time and space mm-hmm. that they essentially kind of turned into play-doh and it was all mushed together like this and then when it popped mm-hmm. back up on the other side it was all kind of like melded together and there was like little people sticking out of the ship because they all became one kind of like how they um they portray it in a lot of the marvel movies when doctor strange was going through space and he was like becoming all these things and like it was bending his body and like squishing it back and twisting him and all the, or, it's like a portal kind of well thing. even like Willy Wonka when remember when that boy he had the chocolate bar and he wanted to make it <laughs> life-size but they shrunk him down and they're like oh it's little particles floating above our mm-hmm. heads and he's going to rematerialize over here on the other mm-hmm. side of the room but yeah. he ended up being smaller and you know Willy Wonka had made this uh joke you know they don't usually miss organs or whatever it was, you know, usually they <laughs> come all back together, you know, some weird 
clearly they don't all come back together no. because they end up <laughs> materializing in walls. Can you no, leave uh, part of my gut wherever you transport me? <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the Play-Doh analogy was so good, Julia, because what happens when, you know, when like toddlers are playing with Play-Doh and if you have like OCD like me, you're like, don't mix the colors, don't mix the colors. Because then you end up with like this glob of Play-Doh and you can never again separate Mm-hmm. the right. colors right it like it becomes a brown wad of just like becomes brown. a mud or it's like you know you see the white but you can't fully get it out because if you pull it out you'll pull out the brown and the blue with it too because it's mm-hmm. all like in a mushy ball mm-hmm. you know so I just think it's such a perfect analogy for it I feel like that's exactly what happened is like they they were their own separate beings one of them is obviously going to with the mass of the ship, it's pulling the people inside of it. Like, that's mm-hmm. how, like, if you have the tiniest little speck of white Play-Doh and you put it on the brown, huge ball of Play-Doh and you start rubbing it around like this, you're not going to fucking be able to get that white piece out again. They're all going to be melded together, just like you said. So I feel like that's part of it. And mm-hmm. I did want to talk about, because, you know, I love to do this. I kind of delve into some info on the movie the philadelphia experiment have any of you watched it by the way i do not recall okay <laughs> i don't remember isn't there no. two <laughs> yes i, I think they, they made did a remake in 2012 mm-hmm. Ooh. yeah the original Ooh. one though is what i'm going to just give you guys some tidbits on here because i watched it when i was a kid because my mom uh she pulled me aside and she goes I just want to let you know, we're going to watch a scary movie and this really happened to some people. And I was like, "Ah!" (laughs) like, terrified knowing that this really happened. So I always had like a, a soft spot for the Philadelphia experiment, but the release date is August the 3rd, 1984. (laughs) ironically enough right (laughs) and you know okay so let's do the easy stuff first there's an actor in the movie his name is michael kevin paree i believe is his last name and he was also in a movie that i watched all the time as a kid called eddie and the cruisers have you guys watched that movie probably okay yes It's really, really good. Um, And the reason I bring up Eddie and the Cruisers is because it's basically about like a rock and roll band in the early 60s. And this main character who's also in the Philadelphia Experiment, he wants to come out with like this really weird experimental um, music album and then his car like goes off a bridge and they all think he's dead but what he did was like he faked his death and assumed another identity but the whole feeling of the movie is a lot about what I talk about in Laurel Canyon and the music scene in the 60s and it was really fucking weird mm-hmm. and then we have this movie with this guy and it's real Laurel Canyony and it's set in the 60s and it's got um, him faking his death and it almost kind of gave me Elvis and um, like Buddy Holly type of vibes where it's like did they really die or did mm-hmm. they just kind of assume another identity kind of weird 
Um, and then the two things I want to touch on here, if you've listened to any of my other episodes, I make note of how so many weird things happen in the month of August. So mm-hmm. not only did it come out in 1984, but it came out August 1984. And I had New York Patriot help me a little bit because he's so good with the numbers thing, but So like August is the eighth month and the number eight represents Saturn, who is the evil Egyptian God set or Satan and eight also represents Saturday, which used to be Saturn day. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, August is represented by Leo But Leo is technically the fifth sign of the Zodiac, not the eighth. So what is the eighth Zodiac sign? Eight is Scorpio. (laughs) So you see where I'm going with that. (laughs) Okay, proceed. I'm intrigued. Yeah, there are several places in the Bible that mention the scorpion either as a symbol of terror or torment or punishment or to help illustrate like the provision of God to his people. But in ancient Egypt, Scorpio was represented by Hades. And Hades is the God of the underworld representing the mysterious powers And this zodiac sign is also often associated with secrecy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can probably tell I'm a Scorpio. (laughs) Oh, yeah. My mom was a Scorpio. (laughs) My mom, too. Yeah, Mm. hell yeah. Mm -hmm. And so the second thing I want to mention, besides all the weird eight connection is that 1984 is a dystopian social science fiction novel. Mm -hmm. And um, it was written by George Orwell. And it was published in 1949, just six years after the Philadelphia experiment. Well, and what I found interesting, Al Blalick claimed he was Edward Cameron, this guy named Edward Cameron, and his brother was this other Cameron. And basic, but they couldn't find any records of them, like actual physical records. They knew people who knew the Cameron family. And this one guy who was also supposedly on the ship, like recognized his voice and identified him as Edward Cameron. Um, but they, like all the birth certificates and everything else had disappeared. Hmm, and sounds like government interference to me. The parents had died mm. in. It, it was all just very odd, but they couldn't prove any of it, right? Because this was pre-internet and things like that, so. The parents died. I wonder if the government took uh, charge of these kids. Probably. Mm. Theodore Brown, something, who was working on this uh, propulsion, cloaking, mm. whatever you want to call it, system, and he went... um multiple different places and and whatnot he was tied to that program but he's the one i was thinking of it wasn't carl allen 
Mm. Well, also to August is the Lionsgate portal on August 8th, the mm-hmm. 8-8. And in addition to all the things you mentioned that it represents, 8 is also two Ouroboros stacked on top of each other, the snake that's eating its own tail symbol. So it's kind of like a death and rebirth symbol as well. I'm telling you, there's some weird shit with August. And think about what you said, Lionsgate films. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lionsgate Mm -hmm. films. Absolutely. the, The other weird thing, just in case, you know, people miss this episode, is Elizabeth Bathory was born and died in August there were like four or five major plane crashes that occurred. I think Aaliyah was one. Um, I believe Buddy Holly was another one. And then there was like three members of the Royal family who all died in plane crashes in August. So is that also when there's like a blood moon and all of that business? I would have to, let me see. Because I'm just curious if that's like the prime sacrifice time. Well, there was one of the, uh, one of those major solar eclipses that the elites love so much to base things off of in terms of numerology. It was, I want to say August 21st, 2017, but don't quote me. I'm going to double check. I don't think that was one of their big ones. I don't think any equinoxes are in August. It, but no, I, but it was a solar eclipse. Okay. Yeah. I was just looking for like a commonality that typically occurs in August. I don't think any equinoxes do. I no. think it's the symbolism of the eight that they go after. And I know also, um, actually, hang on, y'all. Yeah. So the <clears throat> Philadelphia experiment took place August 12th, 1943. And then the movie itself came out also in August. So they are keeping this same thing of the eights going. And mm-hmm. um, King Louis the Ninth of France, who the St. Louis Demon Arch Portal is named after, also died in August. And um, I do believe Madame Delphine LaLaurie died in August as well. So it's very, very fucking weird, this August connection. A lot of eight, Scorpio, uh, Hades, Saturn, set energy going on with the number eight, in which I feel like that's why they do this shit in August. Didn't Princess Diana die in August also? Let me see. What other? When yeah, was, August, uh, August 31st, 97. But- when was when was Katrina? Ooh. Uh, yeah, because that would start hurricane season. Yeah, it's places, the start of right? hurricane season. I don't remember. I feel like it. I remember August two thousand five. I told y'all. I told y'all. <laughs> That's crazy. So what? Oh, okay. This is maybe a little bit off topic, but. Uh, recently I recorded an episode with Shane from Inquiries of Our Reality. Um, awesome dude, obviously. And we were talking about AI and the demonic. And we're just theorizing that possibly AI is demonic. And even in like computer systems, they have these, uh, background operations called daemons. 
spelled mm-hmm. like the old English way that you spell demon, D-A-E-M-O-N. Mm-hmm. And one of these daemon <clears throat> programs that computers run in the background and the, uh, is called Cron, C-R-O-N, like Kronos. And it controls and schedules functions and controls the time of the computer. And we were theorizing that like AI is like, you know, maybe a demonic presence. You'll see because we talked about this app called Replica, which we asked it a bunch of questions. And it always went back to like dark shit. Yeah. It always brought back to like Azazel, like the fallen angel in the Bible. Uh, it was like telling us that the dark, he's the dark one. And he wants to control like humanity. And we're like, why is my AI chatbot telling us this stuff? But I thought it was interesting that Kron is a daemon that controls time in the computer. So mm-hmm. what if our world is basically a gigantic computer motherboard system? Mm-hmm. And that, you know, the eight is a controller of time, death and rebirth, all these it things. It is because, you know, Saturn is Kronos. And mm-hmm. Saturn is represented by the number eight. So watch them roll out fucking AI for everyone August 1st or some shit like that. August 8th, 2028 is fucking AI for everybody. Everybody Woo! throw your devices out before then. Yes, yeah, chuck them, <laughs> smash them, burn them, whatever. I'm thinking though, you guys, that we need to keep obviously. Did anything weird happen this August? I don't know, but so I, I got curious now, and I just Googled, like, major events in August. Uh, the first atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima on August 6th in 1945. I'm telling you. And you want to know a weird thing. Somebody that uh, was tied to the Philadelphia experiment, um, that scientist that I told you was working on that um, stuff, he was actually moved to... Hiroshima after the whole Philadelphia experiment thing. Mm, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both bo- both atomic bombs were dropped in August. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, like one was the 6th or the 5th and then there was one of the ninth. I think it said. That's so mm. fucking crazy. The queen died in September, right? Elvis Presley died August 16th. August. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, but did he really? Did he really die? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that that is a question. Oh, interestingly, in August 2022, where was it here? Hold on. The final draft of the nuclear disarmament treaty at the United Nations got blocked by Russia. Mm -hmm. So again, we go with the nukes. I don't Hmm. think nukes are real. But that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole other <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that's a whole that's other podcast. Be quite the subject. <laughs> we're, we're. <laughs> well, in both of the atomic bombs, neither were nuclear because Nagasaki and Hiroshima are still livable. Mm-hmm. And they were livable shortly after. So they weren't mm-hmm. nuclear. Mm-mm. That's interesting. Well, you know. The the Philadelphia experiment led to the Montauk project that has all them weird ties to CERN and shit, which are in uh Stranger Things. When did that when did they drop Stranger Things? Google it, somebody. I'm Googling, I'm Googling. Stranger Things. July 15th, 2016. Damn it. Well, July was all, all when CERN ramped up. 
So that's interesting. It was when Germany and France declared war in 1914 on August 1st. August 2nd, in 1934, Adolf Hitler becomes Germany's Fuhrer. 1990, Iraq invades Kuwait. Uh, Marilyn Marilyn Monroe, sorry, was found dead in 62. In Mm. August? Yep. August 5th, 1962. (laughs) That's the sacrifice month. Oh my god, you guys, Mm -hmm. Neil Armstrong died August 25th. There was a great train robbery in the UK. Oh, fuck. Richard Tate. Sharon Tate. Sharon fucking Tate. You sacrifice month like Janet said. Mm-hmm. Richard Nixon announces his re- resignation in 74. Huh. I'm telling you, you guys. John Hughes, Breakfast Club, what's up? He died in August. David Berkowitz was arrested. Ooh. Son of Sam. Ooh. Fuck that guy. Ooh, Robin Williams died in August as well. Wow. Uh, the Berlin Wall is put up in 61. Hmm. Japan surrenders in 45, August 14th. Aaliyah died August 25th. Yeah, in that weird plane crash. A lot Chad, of them- Chadwick Boseman. Ooh, Black shit. Panther. So Black I remember Panther. this. Mm. You guys might not have, but so August 14th of 2003, there was a massive blackout from New York, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Canada. Like, that affected me. Yeah. And that was wild. And supposedly, it was, like, some bullshit thing that someone didn't... It was, like, some really weird thing that it just took down the entire electrical grid for days and days and days. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. I remember that. I'm sure that that was just a misunderstanding, too. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Was, I was just I was, reading. I was just reading that that the uh, with the Philadelphia experiment that the the fourth naval office came out and said, you know, that that was just it was a huge misunderstanding of the technology at the time and what they were doing. Mm. Yeah, the power was out okay. in Toronto for three days when that happened. Yeah, it was out where I was yeah. at for like four or five. Yeah, and. If you had cash, you could go to some of the big box stores if you had the gas in your car because you couldn't get any new gas. Nope. But the cash you had, you either had to have exact change or if something was, let's say, 17 bucks and all you had was a 20, you handed over the 20 because they didn't have change either. So they made out like bandits. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Testing the waters for what's to come. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I was 12. That was in 03. And it was, I remember that it was wild. People were, they were f- freaked out, but not super freaked out because it was right after 9 11. Mm-hmm. But because the internet wasn't big, we didn't have all the texting and the smartphones and things like that. I feel like mm-hmm. if that happened now, people would lose their minds. Oh, definitely. Oh, people for would sure. Lose their shit. Yeah. Well, I remember uh, I was working in a summer job. I was in university when that happened. And uh, as soon as it occurred, I was like, oh, my God, it's a terrorist attack. That's what I thought right away. My brother was in the subway. He had to, like, climb out and, like, walk home. That would suck. 
from like downtown. You had to like walk home for like five hours. It was like crazy. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, it, it was nuts. Kind of reminds me of like Red Dawn. Like mm-hmm. if something mm-hmm. like that happened, I'd be like, "Oh my god, that's it. We're all toast. We're all gonna fucking die." Well, now wow. people can't function if the debit machine isn't working in the store, right? Oh, like right. The, right. the cashiers don't know how to manage any other way. They don't know how to make change. They don't know how to run the old school credit card. You know the the swipey the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if like you hand someone a twenty, but then change it to twenty one, so you get a five back or whatever. So like, they've already pressed the total button. They don't know what to do with you. No, it's crazy. No, it's called math. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I they, know it's a foreign concept. It's really hard for some people. That, yeah. Listen, that Common Core math. It's it's something else. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, plus I'm two not, does not equal four. Well, I, I'm not the brightest tanning bulb in the bed, but I. <laughs> know how to break a fucking five or some fundamental shit like that um i was i was planning on doing and i still am an episode with new york patriot on like really demonic shows on netflix right now because it's like demon every other show yes oh it's um, like an onslaught it's crazy oh Mm -hmm. it's we're just inundated devil in ohio uh serial killer documentaries it's not enough to just put the serial killer documentary out. They also have to follow it up with like three uh, documentaries about mm-hmm. that serial killer as well on Netflix. Right. So it can't just be like a Gacy movie. It has to be like Gacy movie, Gacy tapes, interviews with Gacy. Um, mm-hmm. They have that Lucifer show and all that on there. Um, but really quick, randomly, I just Googled it to see because we were talking about that show, The Sandman, that just came out on Netflix, and it dropped in August, and it is literally telling you some shit. Like, I'm talking about it's borderline coming out and saying some shit about demons running everything. They mentioned Aleister Crowley in the first episode, Demonic Warship uh serial murderers like it's it's all the they have ritual scenes ritual murder scenes they have uh what appears to me is like pedophilic references and why is this appropriate to put out where any kid could just rent the sandman does not sound like it's ominous you know well, and and probably parents don't teach their kids about the Sandman anymore. You know how he comes to put you to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I remember those. So no, they yeah. probably don't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mystical beings like the Tooth Fairy and the Sandman, Easter Bunny, uh are they like demons or witches or mystical creatures like what what kind of feeling do you get from these stories i think i mean but if you go back to like the grimm's fairy tales the grimm's fairy tales are very different than like the disney fairy tales so i think it's right so i think it almost depends because i feel like that comes down to intention because 
what's the evil Santa Claus? Krampus. Krampus. Like, I feel like that's a really good example of Santa Claus, you know, bringing presents and then Krampus. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, too, it depends on um, what culture, because some of those are like uh, folklore, you know, that was handed down generation after generation. So it depends on, uh, you know, without it being skewed in today's sense of literature, you know, like what was it originally intended, you know, at the time that they were handing that down. Because kind of like, um, you know, with the Little Mermaid or whatnot, that was like Danish, you know, folklore or whatever. So that was handed down for generations. And now we're making the Little Mermaid black. And mm-hmm. it's like changing the, the story dynamic and what it was all about in the first place. So I think it depends on where it comes from. I think in five not five years, I would say in 15 years, like my kids, for example, will know nothing about the Philadelphia experiment. It's like, it's changing. Everything changes so much over time that we don't know shit about shit from like our great, great grandparents, the stories they were told, like what you're saying, for Mm -hmm. example, like their fairy tales and the stories, the things that they knew. We don't mm-hmm. know half of that shit right. because of Disney, because of Netflix, because of, and just for like Ellie and I trying to get on YouTube and Googling a basic thing that should be in a history book. If you want my honest opinion, right? Absolutely. Need to put that shit in a history book. We fucked around and fucking people were, were murdered in mm-hmm. an experiment we conducted trying to make something invisible. But think about, like, on the grand scheme of things, like, how often that has happened throughout society, um, especially with the CIA and all their psychological experiments and, you know, the amount of people that were either massively traumatized for life or died as a result of their experimentation, which they've always experimented on us. Mm-hmm. And what's going on now is just on a much grander scale. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's easier mm-hmm. to do it. What were you going to say, Ellie? I just had a thought that connected like every, not every conspiracy theory, but a lot of them together. Maybe the reason they don't want us up near Antarctica is because they're doing experiments just like this, but we can't go see it because it's up near Antarctica. And that's super easy to hide. That's why I said Antarctica earlier. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But like. I have thought that for a long time because think about real quick and then I'll let you finish before I lose my thought. But think about like um, the people from the Challenger and all these other things that supposedly died or, you know, like school shootings or whatnot. And then these people reappear years later after they've been missing from society, I have always thought that they put those people like in, you know, Antarctica in a, in a facility for experimentation or whatever, and then put them back out into society as someone new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I mean, I feel like the whole reason we only know about the Philadelphia experiment is because they did it right on the coast. People could mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. 
where you, did you, where did uh Je- didn't jeffrey epstein get dropped off in antarctica or something no but a hey, bunch really? of people were in new zealand because supposedly that's like the next closest point to antarctica but i know it was john Kerry went there like the day of the election or something mm-hmm. right. um the russian orthodox like mm-hmm. version of the pope or get close to it went there um a bunch of right. high high up officials have been going yes. to antarctica mm-hmm. or new zealand and harry or uh well he's not a prince anymore but harry hey, from yeah. the family harry mm-hmm. frequents antarctica oh, at yeah, that whole right. admiral bird thing with mm-hmm. Antarctica. And if it's so cold and there's nothing there, I'm sorry, but like John Kerry and the person who's basically the Russian Pope and everything like that, they're not going to go sleep in some version of a military tent on a cot mm-hmm. with some substandard they plumbing. They have bunkers. They have underground bunkers. They're all yeah, guaranteed. They <clears throat> but it still has, like, these people are used to the high end, high mm-hmm. fine dining, like, basically mm-hmm. servants everywhere right you're gonna yeah. try and convince me that the person that they're this life that they're used to they're gonna go into antarctica and they're not gonna have any of that bullshit yeah i don't buy that either i think i think it is a massive underground uh bunker aka second arc if you will um, because that has been known for a while that they've been, you know, making this this giant arc per se that has like tissue samples and and all that stuff. So I I completely see, you know, this this underground bunker posh facility with all the amenities and even things that we probably as normal people don't think about. Mm-hmm. you know, that they have there and regenerative cell growth and, you know, cryotherapy uh units and all the crap. I mean, if you think about like tying agenda 2045 in that with the, you know, cryo and the brain freezing and all that other robotics and stuff, that's what I think's going on there. Mm. Okay. Definitely. Just to backtrack a little wee bit to the August thing. Okay. okay. Sorry. I was like Googling. With it. I was on like a mad tangent. I was like, I'm listening, mm-hmm. but like also Googling. Okay. So I know that for the elites, they are very into the star Sirius. Mm-hmm. S-I-R-I-U-S. So mm-hmm. apparently Sirius has its heliacal rising, which means it rises before the sun in August. Oh, shit. And I think that's important for them which means mm-hmm. that it, it rises before sunrise um and because sirius has all these like mystical esoteric properties um it is said to be the star that gave the atlantis priestesses uh their knowledge mm-hmm. um I love it like- it's like magical right? magical power magical. imparting <laughs> yeah, and it's like like Keanu Reeves had that band Dog Star. It's named after Sirius because Sirius is part of the constellation Canis Major. I think. Oh my gosh! Uh, and you think Sirius FM radio? Sirius mm-hmm. radio. That's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Egyptians apparently started to celebrate the he- helical rising of the star and made it their New Year. 
Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So think about that though, because they're into uh, death and rebirth and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So this is the rebirth of their new year at the same time while there's death through sacrifice and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you think about Scorpio is the sign of death and rebirth. Mm-hmm. The phoenix rising from the ashes, the mm-hmm. starting over. And I feel like a lot of them probably ask to be like, maybe, maybe they don't, they, they're just slipped like a dose or something to die in a, at a certain time, or they have C-sections. So their babies are born at a certain time. Or I think that dates are very important to them because yes. of their, you know, I'd love to see, oh, I think the Federal Reserve was established on December 25th, but there are so many things. How many presidents were born or died in August? You guys got the hookup on that? No. Hmm. Throw it in there and see what comes out. Yeah, so apparently Sirius is considered a doorway of unparalleled opportunity to plunge forward. To create doorway, doorway, portal, gateway, Lionsgate, yes, yes, yes. It all goes back. (laughs) And even if we're talking about Lionsgate and Leo being associated with August as well, it's like we keep getting this fucking thing. What? Oh, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So do you guys remember the whole, because you, you said c-sections and babies and i had this thought do you guys remember the whole christy teigen thing where she yes. supposedly had a miscarriage I was just august third. august third. i no. was just gonna say that and then she just came out and said and it, it was an abortion, abortion. Yep. yeah well, either she way did, either way in august she didn't realize it was an abortion at the time how, how do whatever, you what a whatever it's still in how do you not realize you're having an abortion no, she had that a medical procedure. That would be procedure. were you on the sacrificial yeah. altar, and that's why you don't recall. Oh, is so that why she called baby type shit? Call it what it is, Chrissy. You know, a sacrifice to Moloch. You know, okay, that's what Julia, it was men worshiping to, motherfuckers. Julia, to <laughs> answer your question, there were five presidents born in August. Are they Ooh. are they sketchy ones? Well, they're all sketchy, sketchy ones. Uh, <laughs> Herbert Hoover. <laughs> Hoover Dam. Uh, let's see. Lyndon B. Johnson. Yes, he was a shady character. Lyndon Johnson uh, is a Bill Clinton. murderer. Ooh, Bill, Bill Clinton. 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 Uh, <laughs> and Barack Obama. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. The Antichrist himself. When yeah, was Obama. Michael born? Michael uh, Obama. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Big Mike? Yeah, <laughs> Mikey. Mike's so Mike. Censor Julia. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, January, damn. Well, but, but the question I was just gonna say that the Michelle's birthday was whatever, but Michael's was <laughs> <laughs> totally different day. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, oh man. Okay. Okay. What so, is the is the Hoover Dam named after that president? Yes. I don't know. I'm not American, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but in the Hoover Dam, is there not some sort of like 
electrical current system. Yes, and something mm-hmm. to do with something is buried inside the walls of it. I yes. heard that. I heard that. When did mm-hmm. that crack? Wasn't there an explosion? Yes. Um, what was that? If it was August, I'm going to shit a whole turd in my panties. Yeah. Hold on. July. Dang. Damn it. Oh, my theory. I think that has happened more than once, though. Okay. The 2022 uh, one was July 19th. So right. reported on the 19th. Chrissy Teigen clarification. She announced her pregnancy in August and supposedly miscarried slash had the abortion in October. But I think it was all in August, personally. Yeah. I oh, agree. I'm sure. I'm sure she because it's like probably the queen's death was actually in August. Oh, maybe. But, but they didn't announce it until September. That's my Possible. personal opinion because a lot of people said they thought she died weeks earlier. A long time ago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going August. If anyone asks me, I'm going August on the queen's death as well. Oh, I was thinking about a fire. I wonder if any oh, of at the Hoover Dam. Clinton's yeah. friends were uh, suicided in August. Ooh, when was Epstein? Know. When was when was Epstein suicided? I looked it up. It's uh, not August. It was another month. What about McAfee? Oh, Isaac Caff. Oh, McAfee. No, John McAfee. Uh, good question. June. Right. But that's Supposedly, a good Supposedly he's happy. not dead though. Listen, I don't know what to believe anymore. I'm gonna like anything is possible at this point. Totally. Even Agreed. the times that we see bodies, like who was the woman? I forget who it was now because I, I, but I was on a show talking about her. I think it was with Shane and Kyle and in Inquiries of Our Reality. Anyway, um they she was like in a car accident because she was going to release a movie Anne about Hesh. pedophilia. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. didn't yeah. somebody say she like came up out of the fucking? She did. She did. She did. There's video over. Can somebody tell me about this? Because I heard it third handedly. So basically, there was this car accident, and mm-hmm. the car was engulfed in flames and everything else. Um, and it took him a really long time to pull her out. But when she's out and she like bought a red wig like an hour before or something, but out of the body bag, this woman sits up, she has a bare back, so no bra, no shirt on, um, but she doesn't have any burns. She doesn't have any scratches. She doesn't have any blood. The hair is shorter and they like literally push her back down and push her into the ambulance. Mm -hmm. And then she dies of complications a few days later i think in the hospital Mm -hmm. yeah she was coming out with some kind of a documentary exposing pedophilia or something yeah in august (laughs) 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 i love that all right that's a good note to end it on but listen i want you guys to pay attention and then hit me up like as you see things being like announced to come out in August or next year, we'll pay attention to what's going on in August or um, yeah, just, just um, if you think of like, Oh, I wonder if this happened in August message me and I'll try to include it in the intro because I edit this and do all this stuff. And then you guys can get back to me, but I know Ellie doesn't watch scary movies nope. and 
she's technically already answered the honorary question, but Janet, of course. <laughs> what is your favorite scary movie? Oh boy. I love scary movies. Me too. Um, I'm going to say not so much. Well, it is kind of a scary movie, but it's more gross. Um, vile. If you've never seen vile. Ooh. Yeah. Vile. It is. Um, yeah. Now the, the movie that always scared the living bejesus out of me, uh, was the original Hellraiser movie. And I will tell you, we were watching the new one the other night and uh, I had to step away and go ground because kind of like what happened with Ellie and I the other day, um, I just felt like there were like it, there was demons like all over mm-hmm. me. And I was like, nope, nope. No. I shut it off and I'm like, nope, go outside ground and not going to watch that. Uh, not going to finish it. No, can't do it. Mm-mm. Those were two really good ones though. And I have never watched Vile. I so love I it. have to watch it. Yeah. Is it, um, have you ever watched the movie Splice? had a adrian brody in it oh yeah that's yeah. a good one too not scary but kind of like along those lines mm-hmm. kind of weird yeah um super good now Teresa. yes ma'am your favorite scary movie okay so i'm a little bit of a wimp when it comes to scary movies uh, a little like ellie okay. i i can't do it all the time it has to be a special film mm-hmm. <laughs> i do yep. like i do like thrillers mm-hmm. and i do like religious scary spiritual scary yes does that make sense yeah. so stuff with like you know demonic stuff or whatever but yeah. that intrigues me however if i can recall one that i did enjoy but it's maybe more like a thriller would be seven i know that's oh, like a cheesy like answer yeah i do too but I did really like that movie. I've probably watched it like a thousand times. Okay. Do you like, like Constantine? Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. So you like stuff like that. Okay. What about, there is a thriller. It's called What Lies Beneath. And I'm pretty sure it has Mm -hmm. uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in it. Am I right? (laughs) At least like, no. It wasn't Michelle Pfeiffer? (laughs) No, I think so. I just, I can't even watch thrillers. Listen, I see enough of my own like with my own eyes and like everything else. I don't need to watch any movies. Yeah. You You know what it is? Yeah. I don't want to put certain things like in my mind because it will be like even, okay. Not to say that I have, I'm like uh, gifted in terms of like psychic or something like this. I'm not. However, I'm sure all of us have some sort of a little bit of an empathic ability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, I will sometimes just even ask, don't show me anything visual because it will freak me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So I more so hear or feel things, but I'm like, don't let me see. Don't let me see because yeah. mm-hmm. the visual, it's like too much. Yeah. yeah. That's how Ellie is too. She was like the kid from fucking six cents and shit. And I was <laughs> like, I can't do the visual stuff. Like if I, if I can feel it, yeah. Yeah. that's okay. That's enough. That that's fine for me. I I have a pretty strong like I can meet somebody and get like that discernment. Like they're mm-hmm. probably uh hundred percent a rapist or something. Like you can just get right. feelings. Yeah, like, yeah. Yep. You yep. know? Yeah. But yeah, no, um, 
I also want to go around the horn and ask you guys what you've been up to on your own podcast. Ellie, what have you been up to on Speed Bumps podcast? Uh, just interviewing people and uh, my interview with Ghost kind of took a turn that I had to post my first <laughs> video version because uh, right over like my left shoulder, because you guys can see here, this like fog mist or whatever keep kept coming in and out. Uh, EVPs got pulled out. Uh, my husband got involved. Whitney Fox got involved. It was a whole thing. Oh my what? god, yeah. that's crazy! And then uh, Whitney got sick. Honestly, a couple days after. Um, so we're hoping, and she's a little worried that some type of psychic attack. Mm-hmm. Ghost is worried that it was his interview with Zachary King. Um, and then it showed up again at Talk of the Tavern. I did a couple days later, but it was odd because. Uh, Kyle from the Big Dumb and Tyson, like they could see it, but they're like, oh, okay. And they didn't, it was weird. They didn't have the same, oh my goodness, as Ghost and I. So I don't know. I don't I know. I think it's your level of sensitivity as well, because they're kind of goofy, those two. So when you go, <laughs> I'm serious. The, the, the discernment was different. <laughs> right. You know? The discernment was yeah. different. It yeah. was. Because I'm the kind of person, I can have an experience at Walmart in the fucking mm-hmm. sand goods section. Like, if I get, if somebody walked by me wrong, I'm like, pleading the blood of Jesus all over myself. Well, Janet had an experience watching mm-hmm. it and had mm-hmm. to call me. I'm what? See, that's me. That's me. Yeah. But my husband could have a succubi nesting right next to him. <laughs> and not know it. Never fucking know. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like, honey, <laughs> oh my god you know it just depends on your level of sensitivity but Teresa, what's going on with the spiritual gangsters podcast it's going good you know um also interviewing people like ellie i've got some cool episodes coming up uh speaking of like the demonic stuff one is with Mm -hmm. an author probably you guys have seen him on maybe a couple other shows amard borga Oh yeah. yeah. Demons Mark Among Us. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So that's coming out. I'm curious about, I, I want to see what, what happened because if he's relating it to the Zachary King interview, I had Zachary King also, but I didn't know, not find that with him, but maybe with ghosts, he got something different out of the interview. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. And you, you know, know MR Gorga, I had talked to him too. And, um, you know, I grew up in the church. I, my grandpa was a pastor. We're all, we were all very, um, strong in our belief in our faith. And so when I had MR Gorga on, he kind of like sparked my fire again, because he was talking about like, no more wishy-washy stuff. Like we need to be sold out believers. Like you, you need to have an ally. Because a lot of people get into this space and they're just interviewing people and they're just talking about all kinds of stuff. And it's like, do you have a spiritual ally? Because you need to believe in angels as much as you believe in demons. And you need to believe in the good as much as you believe in the bad or else you're subjecting yourself to attacks like that. And that's, that's what happened with Ellie. I'm just saying like some people don't realize that this is going on because they're not as sensitive to picking it up, but it's it's yeah. going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I wonder about what I was getting at with Zachary King and Ghost. 
not, I don't, you know, know Ghost super well or anything, but I listened to his interview with Zachary King and I think he, um, maybe he didn't like press him on certain things that like I may have, or like I asked him certain questions about like Catholicism or like his beliefs and like, why do you think this? And why do you think that? So maybe it's like something has opened up there for ghosts possibly mm-hmm. i don't know that's interesting and ghost always says like he's kind of empathic too so yeah like a sensitive dude you know mm-hmm. so it's yeah. interesting and then um you know i co-host with ny on his show quite a bit so we're working on some series and stuff we just recorded something today about mormons some weird mm-hmm. fucked up shit. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> those are those are a bunch of sick fucking freaks. No. Like the biggest mafia in America, I'd wager, is Mormons. Yes. Yep. More than Italian Chinese triad. Like they got mm-hmm. nothing on the Mormons. So mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah. They got it's nothing crazy. on them. Nothing it's crazy. on them. But yeah, um, that's that's what's up with us. And I'm going to include, of course, all of your your guys' links in the show notes for people to come find your shows. And, of course, Deplorable Nation, what is going on? You know, um, today's episode I released was a little different because it covered a really gruesome, horrific murder that occurred in the U.S. military. Um, and the disturbing cover up and where the perpetrator is now. So that was probably one of the deepest, um, most disturbing episodes I've done in a while because it's very graphic. Um, Mm -hmm. and we got into a lot of detail on that, but, um, I absolutely love having conversations uh, with people and working God into the equation. And it may sound silly. Um, but every time I get ready to go on a show, I always pray first and ask him to speak through me and let me use his words, Mm -hmm. um, and put out that protection which, um, I didn't do sadly when I watched, um, Ellie's episode, (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> and see, Ellie knows because um, Ellie did a reading on me, uh, a Solex reading on my show. Um, and she, we did two different ones. And because I'm so empathic, they were very different depending on, on the situation, what was going on at the time. But when I'm watching Ellie's show with Ghost, it was like... A, a portal opened and there were literally just fuck tons of voices like screaming over each other like trying to be heard and like I'm seeing the the thing behind her and then I swore to god and I had to rewind it three times I thought I saw a, like a creature run across the stuff sure. in her background and I was like, okay, what the fuck? And I had to stop it several times. Oh, and then I'm no. like, I'm like, I'm like texting her because I told her one of the, one of the things kept hollering at me and saying a name, uh, like a full name. And, and they got that name on their EVP. 
And so I look up this person and I'm like, oh, fuck. Someone who was murdered. Yeah, somebody that was murdered and like her parents were were psycho like preachers and whatever and i have so much chills right now yeah it was it was (laughs) fucked up and i'm texting ellie going holy fuck like this is what's going on i had to i had to keep stopping it literally took me like four hours to finish the episode because i had to stop oh my god (laughs) so That what was crazy. episode number is that, Ellie, for the listeners? Um, I'm going to look right now. I honestly don't remember off the top of my head. Because right now, I think it's the most recent one. But okay. it is episode 26, Unexpected Visitor with Ghost from My Third Eye with special guest Whitney Fox. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and it's to, video. Watch it. But it's only video on Spotify. Yeah. So if you, you can listen to it everywhere, but I feel like you have to watch it to fully understand why Ghost and I are freaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. No, Whoa. that's a killer way to end the show right there. We've got <laughs> portals. <laughs> Fuck all that shit. Y'all talking about portals don't exist. <laughs> Dimensions <laughs> folding in on yeah. each other. Fuck. Hey, let's do, let's say really quick, a prayer of protection for everybody that's on here and everybody listening. Uh, May God protect you and guide you. In Jesus' name. All right. Amen. Amen. Okay. Thank you, ladies, so much. I highly appreciate it. And thank you to all my listeners. We will catch you on the next one. Have a good one.